Hello, hello. Welcome to the motherfucking show. Come in, sit down, take a seat, take your jacket off, take your undies off if you want to as well. Today's episode is going to be a bit of a spicy one, a bit exciting, potentially uncomfortable, especially if you know me personally and you don't want to see me in this light. Some things could be left unsaid, but there's one thing that shouldn't be. Can you guess it? I'll let you guess. We're talking about sex. We're talking about sex. We're talking about the dirty, dirty deed for you dirty, dirty bitches. I know this topic has been very highly anticipated and I don't blame you. You're curious. You want to know what my opinion is. You want to know what my experiences are. Let's delve right into it. But before we do, I also want to preface and say, if this episode about sex makes you feel uncomfortable in any type of way, you don't have to listen to this episode. I will not be offended at all. But also have a think about why hearing someone talk about sex makes you feel so uncomfortable. And if you're a younger listener, please tap out of this episode. Please do that for me. This is for the adults. You can leave the table. You're dismissed. Okay, let's just let the adults speak and you can go ahead and eat your lollies. For as long as we have existed, sex has always been a topic that we shy away from. We don't openly speak about it. It can make you feel a little bit icky when you're discussing it amongst your friends. But why is that? I mean, sure, if you're still in high school, you're 14, 15, 16, yeah, you probably shouldn't be talking about sex in the fucking playground, Becky. Go and play hopscotch. But when you're in your 20s, why do you still feel uncomfortable speaking about sex in such a highly sexualized society? Rappers are rapping about sex. If you scroll through your explore page on Instagram, I guarantee you can find a girl who is half naked with her ass out. Literally go to my Instagram page. My point here is that it's not spoken about very openly because some of us have been raised and have been taught that sex is a sin and that it's bad. And we've categorized it into a group of things that we know we shouldn't speak about. And it's taboo for something that is done so often and literally by everyone, it should be spoken about. So we know what the fuck we're doing. There is complete validity as to why parents aren't speaking about sex to a young teenager. As a parent, you don't want to come off as if you're promoting sex, but there's a difference between the promotion of sex and completely banning sex and saying sex is really, really bad. Of course, there are a lot of consequences that can come from sex. So I want to firstly talk about having safe sex. Before you engage in sex, what I think is more important than using a condom going on the pill, having the rod inserted in you, making sure that you don't fall pregnant and also don't catch an STI. What is more important than that is making sure that the sex is consensual by both parties, that two people have agreed and want to have sex with each other. If at any point while two people are having sex and one person begins to feel uncomfortable or they no longer want to participate in that act or they just don't want it to go any further, the other person needs to respect that decision and it should cease. There is no excuse for anyone to feel pressured into doing something they don't want to do, especially when it comes to sex. Even if you're in a relationship with someone, you don't owe that person anything, especially when it comes to your body. 
I want to make that very clear. I know they teach you in high school that if you don't want to fall pregnant, abstinence is key. Abstinence is key. That's actually been ingrained into my brain. Abstinence is key, but we love to have sex. So we're going to do it anyway. What can we do to protect ourselves? So in this case, there's obviously condoms. You can hop on the pill. I think there's different types of pills that you can go on. I think you should maybe speak to your doctor about that. I personally actually have never gone on the pill. I am part of the rubber clan. (laughs) Shout out to my condom users. Shout out to Durex. We love you. We see you. We appreciate you. Keep providing us the goods. Keep keeping us protected. Condoms are obviously going to protect us from falling pregnant. I think it's about a 98% effectivity rate, something like that. Obviously, when you use it correctly, don't go putting it on your head. Just put on the head of the penis instead, and then you'll be all good. But what it can also protect us from is STIs or STDs. So I think even though you are potentially using condoms, especially if you're sexually active with multiple partners or you're having sex with more than one person, definitely get tested regularly, even if you're using condoms. I would just do that as a safe measure every, I think, couple months or so. I'm pretty sure it's just a blood test and they can test for like a range of different diseases. And yeah, just go to your doctor or is it a pathologist and do your test. Just make sure that you're protecting yourself. It's very important that you do that. Please, for the love of God, pee after sex. I don't care if you want to cuddle with your boyfriend. I don't care if your sex was so vigorous. You just need to lay down, get the fuck up, go to the bathroom and pee. Because if you don't, you are going to get a UTI and that shit is just not a fucking vibe. I've gotten about three to four UTIs in my 25 years of existence. And I can tell you, I want to fucking kill myself every single time. And the one thing that I always tell myself or I always kick myself over is why the fuck didn't I just pee after sex? It's so simple. It's so worth it. Trust me. Please do that. A UTI is just literally the worst feeling ever. I would not want to wish UTI feeling upon anybody. The first time I got a UTI, I didn't even know what the fuck a UTI was. I was at work and it was a relatively warm day, but I was feeling really, really cold. And by about midday, I was so out of it. I couldn't work anymore. I must have booked a doctor's appointment for that afternoon because I don't remember the train ride home because I was just so fucked. And I got into the doctor's office. She took my temperature. She was like, dude, your temperature's at 39 degrees or something really, really fucked. You need to go home and you need to be on antibiotics and rest. And I think it was a Wednesday. So she ended up giving me a doctor's certificate for two days. And I was like, what in two days? I'm going to be back at work tomorrow, bitch. And she was like, no, you'll need this. You need to rest. So yeah, I ended up having a fucking fever. And I guess the antibiotics killed the bacteria or whatever the fuck it does. But it was fucking not a vibe. And it is also not a vibe when you're pissing out blood. It's just not. So please pee after sex. I want to share my opinions on what I think about casual sex, 
having sex with multiple partners, especially in the society that we're in now. I think it's definitely different how we view sex. We are definitely more open to sex than we were, say, for example, 50 years ago, especially about how many partners or how many people we're having sex with. I think it's quite normal, not necessarily normal, but more common for people to be very open about yeah, I'm having sex with multiple people and that's okay. And that is okay. I think that is fine. But I really think it is dependent on what type of person you are. Hear me out on this one. I don't necessarily think casual sex is for everyone. Why is that, you may ask? Let me tell you why. I think that if you are easily attached to people, especially when it comes to intimacy especially like with sex and it's very difficult for you to disconnect your emotions versus the physical act of sex and you're having sex with multiple people and your emotions are all tied up with so many different types of people that can get very complicated for you it might do you more harm than good and I think you have to be really honest with yourself in terms of who are you as a person And what is your relationship like with sex? Can you have sex with someone and not have any emotional ties to that? And can you do it with multiple people and not feel any type of way about yourself? If it feels degrading in any any sense of that word, then you should reconsider what you're actually doing and why you are feeling like you need to have sex with multiple people are you really doing it for your enjoyment or is it to seek validation is it to seek approval what is the reason behind that act if you're the type of person that can really remove your emotions from sex and sex is just sex it's just for enjoyment then by all means as long as you're safe as long as you're happy go and fuck the world The world's fucking us anyway. So just figure out what type of person you are. I think you just have to be really honest with yourself as well, right? Like you can be a maybe a more emotional person or you could feel like, fuck, I get really attached easily, but I don't want to be. So I'm just going to have sex with heaps of people. And like, that's not the best way to go about it. Just don't put on an act. Say, for example, with me, I know that, yeah, I probably will get super attached quickly especially when if sex is involved in knowing that I'm probably not going to put myself in a position where I'm going to be sleeping with multiple people because that just won't make me feel happy and it won't make me feel respected but someone else could completely have a different opinion as I was mentioning before they could be going around and having multiple sexual partners and feeling really liberated and very powerful and I think that's great it just depends on who you are Work with who you are and do what you feel respects you. At what age should you start having sex? I think there is the legal age of obviously 16 that we should abide by. There is a reason behind why you have to be 16 to have sex. Let's abide by that. And I also think you should be at an age where your brain is fully developed and your brain has the ability to make the correct decisions and it won't put you in harm's way or do something that you can easily regret. And we can tend to do those things and make those mistakes when we're a little bit younger. So I think for those kind of reasons, I would go as far as to say 18 and over. 
or just whenever you're comfortable in your body and you're comfortable to experience intimacy with another person. You should always be having sex on your terms and because you want to, not to please anybody else, not to, not for any other reasons but your own because it is your body and you are engaging in an act that involves your body. So respect your body and protect it, respect your own wishes and only do it because you want to. I think if you're in high school, there should be other things that you should be focusing on, like your studies. I sound like such a mum, but focus on your studies and your friendships and making the most out of your youth. That's what your younger years are for. It's to enjoy your youth and experience things that you can do when you're a little bit younger. Leave sex to later. Like, I don't know. I just think that you can definitely experiment and look into it. But again, it has to be on your terms, even if you're under 18. I don't know. I feel like these days people are having sex a lot younger and there's no, I feel like there's no point in us trying to stop that. We may as well just educate people about having safe and enjoyable sex, even if they potentially may be doing it younger. Although I don't want to be necessarily promoting that. I just don't think that there is a need to grow up so quickly, maybe thinking that having sex is making you a lot older or making you a lot mature, more mature. Having sex doesn't change your maturity level. If you're still immature in your thought patterns and how you are as a person, what is having sex going to change? Nothing. So yeah, it should just be because you want to do it and you should be enjoying it. How important is sex in a relationship? I definitely think that having sex with your partner can bring you guys closer in the sense that you are sharing a deeper bond and a deeper level of intimacy with each other. And there's that chemical oxytocin that releases when you have sex and that can also make you feel closer to someone. And I guess that's why if you are potentially having sex with a lot of people, it can really fuck you over, not necessarily fuck you over, but it can get you a bit confused about how you feel because of these chemicals. So just keep that in mind as well. But sex in a relationship should always be fun. So we've established the fact that it's consensual. You guys are in a relationship and let's just assume that it's a healthy relationship. I want to also hope that it is a healthy relationship. So consensual consent, it's there. In that sense, sex in a relationship should always be fun. You guys should always be having fun and enjoying it and trying new things if that's your thing especially if you have been dating for maybe a really long time, there's actually some tests that you can take on, I think it's like a BDSM sex test or some shit like that. If you just Google it, I'm sure you'll be able to find a test, but basically you do a test and your uh, boyfriend or your girlfriend does a test and it will outline what things you're into and ask you questions like, say, for example, will you ever be into role play or are you into this? And you can answer like yes or no, or I think there's a scale, something like that. It, but it gives a clearer picture as to what you're open to and what your partner is open to. And when you review the results, you can say, you can maybe find out a little bit more about them in the sexual sense. So that way you can introduce different things to the bedroom or you can think of other ways to make your sex life a little bit more exciting if you feel like it's kind of at, it's kind of flat, you're just kind of doing the same thing, whatever. 
I was introduced to the test by one of my really good friends, Alexia, and I think it's great. It does give a clearer picture and it kind of takes an awkward conversation out if you feel like it is uncomfortable or awkward. If you're talking about it to your partner, you guys are just doing a test and then you discuss the results. So yeah, it's awesome. You guys can check it out if you're feeling in a, in that position. But what I also think is in a relationship, you don't have to be having sex all the fucking time. There shouldn't be this pressure where you feel like, oh fuck, I haven't had sex with my boyfriend this week, for example. Like, I I feel like I need to. There shouldn't be that need to do anything that you don't want to, if that makes sense. Like, sex shouldn't be a chore. You should just do it when you feel like it and you enjoy it. And if you are feeling like you, for some reason, maybe say for example, two weeks, you haven't felt like you've been wanting to have sex with your partner. What are the other things that are going in on in your life that are making you feel this way? Perhaps you're stressed with work or um, there's other things on your mind. I know sometimes when I'm stressed out, the last thing I want to do is have sex. Okay. Like, fuck. In saying that though, I feel like my mood can switch really quickly. And I don't know if this is for any of you guys as well, but I feel like sometimes I'm not in the mood and then we can start having a little bit of foreplay and my mood is instantly changed. And I'm like, yeah, I'm down to fuck. Let's do it. So that could also be a thing where you may not feel like you're in the mood at that point in time, but there's that buildup of things that you can do like foreplay, like kissing, touching, little things like that may be able to change that. So keep that in mind as well. That's maybe something that you can try out and do. I feel like I've discovered something recently that I don't know if I've ever heard before or if it's just personally me and in my relationship, but I feel like the best time to have sex is when you've just fallen asleep, but you're not fully asleep yet, or maybe you've dozed off a little bit and then you've woken up again. And let's, we're talking say 12 o'clock at night or even whatever time of the day. And you've just woken up again. I feel like at those points in time, for whatever reason, it's like you're, you're awake but you're not fully awake and you're not fully asleep as well. It's almost kind of like you're in limbo. It sounds so fucked, like just as I'm saying it, but I feel like when you have sex in those moments, those are all the be- always the best times because it's not like it's expected. You're not asking to have sex or anything. It kind of just happens in the sense that like, you know, you guys were going to go to sleep, but you've woken up kind of around the same time or whatever the fuck. And then you start having sex. I feel like those times are always really, really enjoyable for me. Let me know if this has ever happened to you or if you've had any experience that is similar to this, but yeah, those are the kind of best times because you're not really aware, but you are. And then obviously when you get into it, you become more aware of the fact that you're having sex. On that note as well, sex shouldn't be planned out. You shouldn't be writing in your diary, journaling in the morning, gym in the afternoon, and sex at night on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You don't have to plan it out. Everything is always better when it's unexpected or unplanned, obviously, except if it's like an unplanned pregnancy or some shit, that's a different story. But when it happens, it happens. Don't feel the need to schedule in your sexy time. 
I think the point and the goal of having sex is so that two people are both being satisfied and they're both enjoying themselves. And it's very important that you yourself are doing things to satisfy yourself as well as your partner or the person that you're engaging in sexual activity with. So you don't want to be a selfish lover, but you don't want to be a full on giver as well. And I think if two people are kind of on the same page in that sense, where they want to pleasure the other person as well, while also making sure that they're enjoying the experience and they're receiving pleasure, then it's a win-win situation. You're going to both be doing different acts or whatever to make sure that both people are having fun and being pleasured. I want to also say this is in the context of a heterosexual relationship being a relationship between a man and a woman. I personally have never had any sexual experiences with another female and I am not a male. So I don't have any experience with another male as well. Or am I? Am I male? You never know. So yeah, I just want to point that out. This is just in a hetero relationship. Let's talk female pleasure first, because obviously we are more important than men. Just kidding. We will talk about male pleasure in just two seconds, but let's talk about female pleasure, what it takes for us to get off. I think everybody is very different. People have different preferences. People like different things. So it's very contextual. Every kind of dynamic and relationship is different. Personally, I think that riding is favorable for me because I get off through stimulation of the clit instead of penetration. I actually think that, I don't know if it's an actual statistic, I think that more people actually get off through stimulating the clit over vaginal penetration. I actually think that's a stat but don't quote me on that. So yeah, not everybody will get off on just your standard penis through vagina motion. You might need to stimulate other things. Keep that in mind when you are engaging in sexual intercourse and also the different types of positions that you are doing as well. Do whatever makes you feel good and you will know, like, especially when you have experimented on yourself, i.e. masturbation. If you haven't yet experienced that and if you haven't yet touched yourself, I think you should be doing that before you engage in sex so you know what you like, you know where that spot is, that sweet spot. It gives more direction of what the other person needs to do or where specifically they need to touch that makes you feel pleasured. Because if you really think about it, how can you expect someone else to know where you, what you like and where you like to be touched if you don't know yourself? So it's best that you know your own body, especially because everybody's body and everybody's vagine is so different. Becky, I don't know why I always use the word, the name Becky, but Becky could maybe feel most pleasure when she's touched in spot A, but her spot A on her vagine is different to Chloe's A spot. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying here? 
A spot can be substituted for the, the term G spot. And look, I'm not a sex guru. I don't have an enormous amount of experience with sex, but I think that sometimes when you can overthink it too much, it really takes away the experience and the enjoyment of it. It's really easy. I feel like sex is quite easy in the sense that it's literally about how can we both have a really good time and make sure that we are both pleasured. I can very openly communicate about what I like and you can do that for me. And you can also very openly communicate what you like and I'll try to do that for you. And let's just have a jolly old good time. So yeah, if you haven't yet touched yourself or experimented with yourself, literally go fuck yourself and see what you like. See what you don't like. Male pleasure. As if we don't do enough for the male species already. I'm just kidding. Let's get into it. Just like with female pleasure, I think there are many ways that a male can feel pleasure as well, whether that be through a hand job, a blow job, or sex itself, or maybe even just the thought of you can get him off. You never know. Don't sell yourself short. With males, and this is with females too, you don't want to jump right into it. You don't want to just unzip his pants and start going at it. You almost want to build momentum and build up to it. Tease each other a little bit. I guess that's why foreplay is so important because it almost sets the mood and it just keeps the vibe right before you actually engage in the actual act of sex. With the male penis, correct me if I'm wrong for any of you males out there, but I think the most sensitive part is the head or the top or the tip of the penis. So when you are giving a hand job or a blow job, make sure that you are touching that part as well. Because I think that if you are just giving, say for example, like a hand job to the base of the penis and you're not going all the way up, I'm not sure how much sensation they will be feeling, but I could be wrong. Everybody's penis is so different, just like everybody's vagina is so different. Some people like having their balls touched. Some people don't. They find it too sensitive. I don't like having my balls touched. I don't know about you. Everyone's sexual partner has different preferences. So work with what you guys like and do the things that you guys both enjoy and just have a good fucking time. I can't help but think, is sex overhyped? Don't get me wrong. I think sex is great. It's very fun. It's very enjoyable. But I don't think we need to place that much emphasis on sex because it then makes it a taboo topic to talk about when it really is just sex. Having sex doesn't completely change you as a person. You can still be the same dickhead that you are or that you were before having sex. You don't have some revelation when you do it as well. There's obviously a time and place to speak about sex, but I think sometimes we give it so much weight that it can override the importance of having an emotional or spiritual connection with someone. But hey, what do I know? I'm not qualified to give any professional advice on sex. I'm not a sex expert. I'm not a qualified professional in this topic at all. These are literally just my thoughts and opinions. And I just wanted to share it with you guys so that you can share your opinions with me. Sex is such a broad topic. So I hope I was able to cover off a little bit of everything. If you want me to elaborate on anything, please let me know. My DMs are open. 
it will be anonymous in the sense that no one else will know what you're asking. So if you feel uncomfortable in any type of way, just shoot me a message and we're keeping it anonymous anyway. That way I will know what specifically you guys want me to talk about and we can always do a part two, part three, part four, part five. This is a very juicy topic. People are curious. So I'm sure there'll be a follow-up one in the future. Just like with everything, I think your relationship with sex will continue to evolve and it will continue to change. Something that you might have enjoyed when you were 18 may not be something that you will enjoy in your later 20s. And I think that just comes with experience. The more you engage in sex and the more you figure out what you like, what you don't like, the more you find out about yourself as well will change the direction and change the nature of your relationship with sex. We're going to quickly jump into Jen's gems of the episode. So the first gem is to just have fun with it. Make sure that when you are having sex, that you are having fun. The other person is having fun and almost take this time to unlock your sexual desires or really experiment with what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy sexually. It will allow you to learn a lot more about yourself and a lot more about your partner as well. The second gem is to feel absolutely no pressure to have sex, whether that be in a relationship or if it is your first time. If you don't feel like you don't want to have sex and you've never had sex before and you're a little bit older, that doesn't fucking matter. That doesn't matter that you don't feel like you want to have sex. There should be no pressure on you to do that. You should be doing it when you feel it is right. And in a relationship, you should be having sex when you feel like it. Don't put this added pressure onto your relationship as well to have so much sex. Because I feel like in that way, it will just stress yourself out and you might not end up enjoying it. You will end up feeling like you have to do it or it feels like it's a chore. Just do it when you guys both feel comfortable and you are both in the mood. There's no calculation behind it. Again, that brings me to the notion of having sex on your terms because you want to. There's no added pressure by anybody else or anything else. You're having sex because you've made the decision to do it. The third gem, I'll just slip this one in here. I think it's quite obvious, especially if you're a little bit older, but make sure that you are safe. Make sure that you are protecting yourself. Not, I'm not trying to say fuck the other person, but you want to cover yourself. The only person that has to deal with the repercussions of anything is you. So be responsible, use protection if that's what you need, whether that be a condom, getting on the pill, any other forms of contraception, protect yourself, cover yourself. And the final gem is to not be afraid to speak about sex. If there's something that you are wondering or if there's something that you want to bring up to your partner and it's in relation to sex, be comfortable and mature enough to bring it up. If you let it slip through the cracks, it can potentially impact other parts of your relationship and you might hold something against your partner. I don't know, like I'm just... I'm just making up a scenario, right? But I think the point is just to be comfortable speaking about it. Speak about it to your friends if that's the topic of discussion. Don't shy away from it. It's a very normal thing. Everybody's having sex. It's okay to have sex. We should just be speaking about it. The more experiences that you share with other people, and I'm not... I'm not saying go and have a fucking TED talk about sex. I'm just saying when you potentially speak about it with your friends, share your experiences, listen to their experiences as well. In that way, you might learn something new. I think that's with everything. If we are always talking about different types of topics, 
we can always talk about sex as well. There's nothing that should stop us from speaking about it. That brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to the motherfucking show. I hope you enjoyed everything that I discussed. I'm really keen to hear your opinions and your ideas about it as well. Drop me a DM or I don't fucking know. I don't really know how to do this. Okay, I feel really, really lame having to say it, but I'm sure it will eventually get easier. I just want to connect with you guys. So yeah, shoot me a message if anything. And now I feel like I'm at work. Just shoot me a message. I feel like after I've, I've done training, you're like, shoot me a message if you need anything. I'm I'm here to help, blah, blah, blah whatever. This is a huge, huge tangent. Thank you so much again for listening. Bye for now, but never forever.